Let, let this duly be noted that uh, Luis just said off camera, I was told I was going to be asked some questions. <laughs> Absolutely. This is, oh my God. It's like a bug. That's all you know about That's this? That's it. That's it. Do not air this on television. Well, this is the uh, the 2018 version of uh, the Jody and Todd podcast. We're dusting it off because we just feel compelled to do so, and we haven't talked in a while. So, first of all, Jody, uh, belated Happy New Year! Thank you so much for covering that game uh, in Anaheim on New Year's Eve. I know you did an outstanding job, and I have no idea where you are right now, but I can't <laughs> wait to see you again and work with you again somewhere. Well, I, I uh, it actually spurred a, a quick family trip over to Southern California and seeing some friends that we hadn't hung out with in a long time. So it actually worked out very well. Ah, um, nice. Very well done. Mixing a little work and pleasure. So That's what um, we're supposed to do. <laughs> yes. So happy new year as well to you. And what a crazy couple of days it has been. I mean, I think, you know, a lot of people expected crazy. A lot of people expected, you know, one or two or maybe three of the, of the sort of Cardinals triumvirate to retire. I don't think Larry Fitzgerald was retiring. But I don't know if I could have expected the wave of emotion when I saw Bruce Arians, you know, and they had the locker room video of him. Mm-hmm. You know, he broke down a little bit. He pulled himself together. But to say goodbye to, to guys that have fought for you for five years, and um, it just it, it actually chokes me up because this, this guy is a special guy. I, I don't think that and, – and the whole thing that the Cardinals had going from, from Michael to Steve Kime, Michael Bidwell, Steve Kime, hiring Bruce Arians, Carson Palmer – it was so functional, you know, and and you have to have trust that obviously, um, you know, Michael Bidwell and Steve Kime will be able to find someone that can pull everything together like that again. But these guys worked so well together. It was so special. And uh, it's kind of it's, it's kind of a bittersweet way to start the new year. That's for sure. You, you could sense that. And Jody, to me, I, I've never met him. I've just sort of watched from afar. But but watching people that I know and care about that are deeply connected to the uh, cardinal world like you and my dear friend Jude Lacava at Fox 10 for you guys to consistently say the things that you've said about Bruce Aarons to me is all that I needed to hear um, but the one thing that struck me is that when he told his team after the game in the room that that's it he was done and then you didn't hear a word not a peep not a tweet not a post nothing yeah until the following day and even from the you know the the, the guys that were on the beat covering a team who could have made themselves stars for a day and breaking the biggest story in football they didn't yeah that tells me and and you you can speak to this so directly the kind of man that bruce arians is and that's about i think one of the the hallmarks of what he wanted to instill into the cardinal world which was trust right yeah, it was trust. It was like, how do you make 53 guys and all those coaches and how do you get that big a group to be a family? And he did it with ease. You know, he did it like it was nothing, like it was mm-hmm. just his normal life. And and that's the way everyone fell into line. Everyone fell into that. I mean, you know, even a Patrick Peterson, who's a little bit more, you know, he is, you know, and even Fitz, you know, those guys are guys that are out there on social media or, you know, um, not to say they were going to say anything about Bruce, but just in general. And everyone fell into a team concept. And it was pretty it was pretty interesting to hear guys say after that, I've never seen a retirement. And it just, I think it hit them that, you know, this guy, this is it. He's walking away right now. And then, of course, you know, Carson announcing it the next day. And I had a feeling Carson Palmer would retire. you got to understand the pull of family is so great. And, mm-hmm. and we all know that in our lives. 
But especially, I think, with Carson, too, I mean, having all the injuries he's had in his career and the concussion last year, a broken arm this year. And, you know, I know Bruce's wife had was ready to retire after he was fired from Pittsburgh, you know. So I can only imagine what Carson's, you know, they, they've just decided that pull of family is too strong. And, and so good for them. And when you look at the way that Bruce addressed the media the next day, and uh, if we can play a portion of that, I think what stands out is just he even said he'll miss the media. He'll, he'll miss everything about it, but it was time for him to walk away. It's been a great ride. Um, told you before, there will be reasons. Uh, family is a big one. And uh, I will miss the game. I'll actually miss you guys. Hell, I might be on your side. I don't know. But uh, it's, it's been a great ride. I can't thank Michael enough for giving me this opportunity. Jody, I'm, gl- I'm glad we had a chance to air that because that, that was uh, appointment television for me to watch and feel the room. But here's the key for me moving forward, just watching the Cardinals. And kudos to, to Mike Bidwell and to Steve Kime for allowing – Bruce Arians to come in with that sort of will because what he has done now is given them a template to move forward in this sense and in this regard on how to do things and operate and that hasn't always been the case over there but look what he did and look at the path that he paved and paved and maybe it's bigger than if he had gotten I know it's hard to say this but if he had taken them to the promised land won a Super Bowl I think this is bigger because yeah, it, it, it's, that, it, it speaks to moving forward. That's interesting. You're right. The template that was provided. And I'll say this for those of us that, you know, you kind of get down, you think, how do you replace guys like this? Guys of such character, guys with such, they're so real. And they were so, you know, just knew how to treat people, knew how to treat each other and had a way about them. But we didn't know that about Bruce Arians when he was hired. At least I didn't. I don't think a lot of people knew. A lot of people said, look, this guy's been a coordinator all his life. Is he, is he a guy that, yes, he filled in for Chuck Pagano, and there was a lot of emotion around that, but is that something he could carry forward? And we didn't know that about Bruce Arians. So there's a lot of hope that maybe, just maybe there are, you know, and maybe multiple candidates out there that can bring that same type of accountability mm-hmm. and trust and leadership to the Cardinals. All right, well, let me do a quick pivot here because I know you're on a, on, a, on, a, on a deadline. And I want to move to a quote before I get to the topic. And the quote is from Steve Schmidt, who's a political operative for MSNBC, a former Republican political operative, who tweeted something today. And this quote is obviously in, taken in another context about another person of power. But I just want to read this because it takes me right to Tucson. He tweeted today, we do not need men of unsteady brilliancy or erratic power unbalanced men. The men we need are men of strong, earnest, solid character, the men who possesses the men who possesses the homely virtues and who to these virtues adds rugged courage, rugged honesty and high resolve. That was Teddy Roosevelt many, many years ago, which brings me to Rich Rodriguez. And I'll just say this because uh, by the time this thing gets posted and goes out into the into the ether that people listen to this thing on i am sure more stories will be breaking it is a fluid situation but the bottom line to me for for rich rodriguez is this this is my opinion if you are the head coach of a football program in a division one university in in a conference like the pac-12 you have certain responsibilities to be a certain kind of person and certain kind of man you are a leader of men you are connected to 
to boosters and fans and the media, you are cultivating potential recruits. And that means it's a lot more about just winning and losing on the field and how you act in the meeting room. It's how you act as a human being. And it is a 24-hour-a-day job, seven days a week. And I think as this thing moves forward and you're going to start to hear and sense how people in Tucson were feeling about Rich Rodriguez, there was a complete failure in that regard. And I, I got a sense, Jody, a week ago when Greg Hansen, the, the, the unbelievable columnist for the Arizona Daily Star who has a hand on the pulse, a finger on the pulse, I should say, of, the, of that university and that town, when he alluded to the Chuck Cecil who came back for one year the, the king of Arizona football, the most beloved figure in Arizona football in the last 30 years, might not be renewed. And, and the inference that I got when I read it was that he wasn't, he was a threat to Rich Rodriguez. That was enough for me. And now yeah. you're starting to see quotes from Ricky Hunley, who said he was never embraced by this man because he just didn't, I, I just think he was threatened by these guys. That to me well, says all I need to know about Rich Rodriguez and it's time to go. That was that's my sense. Yeah, and it's interesting because with this story, you know, you're hearing all of a sudden more and more things coming out, like you said, and you're much more dialed in with the scene, obviously, there in Tucson. And I personally, just from an outsider and but a media person watching the events, I heard nothing of the performance necessarily on the field. But there, I know last year people were unhappy with the performance, and then coming back this year, so it tells you that. And from what I've read. I don't want to speculate too much, but what I've read is that the problem is when you make mistakes, and I'm sure there are plenty of football coaches, basketball coaches, and all of regular human beings out there that have made mistakes in their life that affect their family and things like that. But when you involve people inside the university, employees, an assistant, you know, whoever it is, and if it's multiple people, which is what it sounds like, that is not only unprofessional, but it's wrong. And it sounds like those are the things that are happening that have led to his firing. Well, I, I just, I mean, these, I'm, this is going to take a, a series of twists and turns. I, I just, I guess I'm just going to let that part of it be. I obviously care about the university, but I look, I look to the future and say to myself, who's next? And are you going to let Chuck Cecil walk out the door right now? Are you going to turn away from guys that have bled the colors and that want to be back, that want to be a part of it? Do you want your university to be a transitional university for coaches that are just looking for a launching pad? Or do you do the Greg Byrne thing and bring Rich Rodriguez in literally on the last stop of his coaching train? Did he really want to be there? There are a lot of questions going back and looking forward that I think probably won't even be pondered because of the nature of, of college sports these days. And that saddens me. I also feel I'm lost in the wilderness of big time college sports. I, and I don't even know if I want to go back. I'm so <laughs> disillusioned by it. And it's, it's, it's almost sad. I guess I'm just officially old now where I, I long for a certain period of time. I, I, I'm almost drifting back to when I worked for a division three college athletic department. It just seemed so much easier to deal with. And, but now big money, big sports, big television contracts, the whole nine yards. It's, it's, I, I just wondering where I want to sink my teeth in next and where I want to invest my emotion in because I don't feel like I'm getting it back. And there's a, the return is almost distasteful to me. You know, so, what's funny, Todd, though, is it, it's what's even maybe sadder is that a lot of the stuff maybe was going on for years and years and many years. Mm -hmm. I went to Miami 
So there was, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're there right. Was not, I think my innocence with, was lost with big time college sports. You know, when I was in living in the apartment area and I see guys roll up in a Mercedes and where did he get that? But, yeah, yeah. you know, I mean, look, this is nothing new, but it is sad because it's more pervasive than we ever thought. And with everything in our world today, whether it's social media or just people more on guard, people more on the lookout, it feels like a more sad and, 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 um, a world with those are all, that are always trying to look for the shortcut or, or cheat in some way, maybe it's always been there. And that's what's really sad because we saw what happened with basketball, right? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Rick Patino looks to be finally, you know, he was like always the cockroach, right? Always. And maybe that this has even forced him out, you know, for good. But it's just, uh, it is hard and it is tough. And, and, you know, it's interesting in the most, what should be the happiest time of year with the college football playoff and things like that. And there are always things swirling, you know. So, um, well, let me, you know what? I, I, I'm sitting here, Jody. I'm going to let you go. And I'm looking at a photo. I'm in my office in my desk. And there's a picture. Uh, and I don't take a lot of pictures, but I'm in a photo with uh, some of them they're honoring and they've just laid to rest in Tucson, the late great Jerry Kendall, a hall of fame er and a hall of fame human. And he's the one guy that I think of when I think of the state of things today that I think rose above all that because of the way he lived his life. That's sort of what I was alluding to before. And I don't mean to throw stones, but I do believe that when you're in those positions of power, you have to find a way to live your life a certain way and treat people a certain way. And of all the things that I just said. So what I'd like to do, I know we like to end these things with a song. I have a real quick story, and I'll let you go. A long time ago, I was the public address announcer for Arizona Wildcat baseball before I started my career. So I sat there for hours and hours and hours in college baseball games that lasted, as you know, an eternity. (laughs) But what I used to do was I would bring music during batting practice and play it in Sanson Field for both teams. And I always brought rock and roll music, and Jerry Kindle didn't like some of my selections. But between innings i used to play tv theme music (laughs) okay and i would play it during the in the half innings and fans loved it the players loved it and one night it was all a contest trying to figure out what was the theme song to well one night two of the managers of the university of arizona baseball team came running up to the press box and they said hey coach kindle and the guys didn't didn't know what you were playing in the fifth inning at the top of the fifth and I said, excuse me? They said, yeah, Coach Kendall and the guys wanted to know what you played in the top of the fifth. What was that theme to? So as we wrap up the uh, Jody and Todd podcast, number one of 2018, if you don't mind, in honor of the late, great Jerry Kendall, <coughs> and Josh Kelman, good luck finding this. I'm sure it's out there. This is, <laughs> he will do it, and yes, it's a wonderful tribute, Todd. Yes, this is the theme to one of my favorite television shows in the early 70s. It was the theme to the Mod Squad, and it went right over J.K.'s head. So there you have it. Good luck, Godspeed to Jerry Kindle. I will miss him. A mentor to so many, including me, and I never played for him. So that'll do it, Jody. I'll see you down the road. Safe travels back, okay? Happy New Year to all. Thanks for listening to the Todd and Jody podcast on Fox Sports Arizona. Be sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter. 